me go. I am on it with the weekly podcast. Um, if you hear me squeak, I'm losing my voice somehow and I don't know how or why. Uh, driving down the road, nothing's changed. But we did go to our first rodeos of the technical year. Technically, the season started a couple months ago, but this is the first of the year when I was really like, okay, let's let's be strategic on where we go, who we run, um, stuff like that. So this past weekend, we went to West Monroe and Lafayette, Louisiana. both of these rodeos before um i ran betty at the perf at lafayette in 2020 um really kind of was her setup i was kind of struggling with her um getting thrown forward ended up my stirrups were a little bit too long um handled that well and then last year i took her to west monroe again kind of her setup but that was when she was really sore and she just wasn't working well So, after all the stuff I had to go through this year with Betty and basically learn how to re-ride her again, um, I didn't want to pressure myself to have to ride her at any rodeos. So, I don't even know if Betty will get to go to any of the spring or summer rodeos. I'm just kind of saving her for bigger stuff. Um, Ruby Buckle, just trying to get back with her. Run her once a month or once every, or once a week, once a week, every two weeks. Like, I don't want the pressure to be there so running her this weekend was not in the plans at all ever um and then uh Rosie had a little bit of a setback she actually tied up on me Monday night and what she was doing compared to what Betty does during her tie-ups I thought it was a lameness issue. I was like, oh my God. So I took her to the vet and Tuesday afternoon, by Tuesday she was fine. By Tuesday morning she was fine. But still I was like, I don't want to take her to a rodeo and then get to a rodeo and you know, some like, oh God, we drove all this way and I didn't bring a sound horse. So um, took her to the vet and I was like, I don't think she tied up. Like, I don't think so. And he was like, let's do blood work just in case because like she's fine on a lameness. So I was like, all right. So did blood work. And he was like, oh yeah, she tied up. So then I got to thinking and I know why she tied up. <laughs> Basically my fault. Um, so she got dehydrated, which I thought was strange at first. And then I started putting two together. So this is a total horse owner fail. This is totally my fault. Thank God it was mild. Thank God I took her to the vet. But she... So we have three-ish water sources for the horses in that pasture. We have the pond, which is kind of like a secondary source, I guess you could say. We do have a float uh, valve on a tank that splits the middle of our pastures. Like my pasture, I have two pastures and they stay open for the most part. But if you had to shut them off, they could still both drink out of the tank. So then I have their water troughs in the barn. I don't keep mine up now 24-7, so I'm keeping the water troughs in the barn full. Like, I just try to keep them full when I notice them, I guess, because they do have the tank. Well, when we went out of town, um, we had some other horses in that pasture. And I don't know if it was the one horse, because he does like to play with hoses, or if it just froze. But the uh, hose, like, kind of busted. 
so it has like little holes in it so it was still on because it stays on all the time but you know it has the float thing so we got back and water was like spewing everywhere I was like oh no so turned that water off and of course the tank was full so without even thinking about it I never went back down to check it so I, I did thankfully have the waters in the barn filled up but um they they're not stagnant but if they don't drink them after you know a day or two then I will dump them out and refill them scrub them refill them up so I think what happened is the, she didn't want to drink the water in there and then she didn't want to drink the pond water she wasn't used to her tank being gone because Rosie is a drinker so I think that was the case because at that point like it had been almost a week since we got back so the big tank was empty so I'm just thinking she was like no I'm not drinking out of this pond water so that's the only thing I can think of, or it was a little bit warmer that day. I had them on the exerciser. My horses do have their winter coats. They're just slick. I'm not really keeping them under lights, um, just Betty. And maybe she just got too hot. So it's something that happens. I've had her a year and I've not had an issue. Freak things are, will, and do happen. So my fault, paying better attention next time. And thankfully Shiner was somewhat ready to go rodeo and that was not the plan to take shiner shiner's not exactly in rodeo shape i'm i say slowly bringing her back she's been cleared since june since she got hurt and i have made 14 runs on her and they have been very spread out so i wasn't planning on taking her to rodeos for at least another month or two so i was like well this is who I have to run. So I took her to a jackpot Wednesday night. And my God, I've never ran in such deep ground in my life. Huge pattern, super deep, like ruts to her belly, safe, just deep. And I was like, oh God. And I was like, well, if you're not in shape now, you then you, you are now after this run. But in a weird way, I really wanted to take her to Lafayette. It The ground was a little harder. But she still handled it fine. So the ground was Rosie's type, but the setup is Shiner's type. So I feel like that's where you have to be smart too on which is that which is that going to be better suited for which horse. So I think if I would have taken Rosie, I hands down think Rosie could have been a second, second and a half faster. However, it's a tight little arena. The possibility of Rosie hitting a barrel was probably high. I know I hit barrels on her in small arenas. I know she gets short. So, I kind of wanted to take Shiner there. Even though I knew she'd be slower, I would have a confident run. I'd keep my barrels up. So, glad I got to run her there. Um, where did we go first? Uh, West Monroe. So, we left Friday morning. And me and Wacy went. And Kendall went with us. Kendall's hauled with us before. Kendall kind of got fouled out. We all kind of got rearranged. So, me and Kendall buddied for West Monroe. I entered both of us there so we would for sure be in slack. Wacy was in slack after the perf, so same night, it was fine. West Monroe, last year I thought it was a little dry and deep. This year it was a little wet and deep. So I was fifth on the ground and that's just part of it. I was supposed to be second on the ground and then some rodeos do this thing that they'll take all the notified turnouts and take them out and then drag, you'll still drag at five, but not on the, on, not on like the number five. So, uh, I ended up being fifth on the ground, which, whatever, part of it, um, and ran, ran in, and 
I don't know what she tried to jump in the alleyway. I don't know if there were, the light looked funny, but she kind of gets some momentum going on the alleyway and then she jumps something, loses all of her momentum at the mouth of the alleyway and then has to like refire the jets to get to the barrel and around it. So I touched the barrel, I rocked the barrel, it did not fall over. And then second and third were pretty okay. I whipped going to my third, don't know what got into me. And then I whipped on the way home. So go me, like I'm getting more, I'm, I'm trusting her more. I've not rode her that aggressively in a long time because PTSD that she's gonna get hurt again. So proud of how I rode. I knew I did not have a shot at anything because we just got bogged down. So, but you know, whatever. So then we drove three hours to our layover which was about 20 minutes from the rodeo grounds in Lafayette. So, uh, I've stayed at this place before. I really love this place. Um, stayed, got there about probably closer to four o'clock in the morning, almost got there, got the horses settled, went to bed for, you know, four hours. And then Wacy had to get up because he had to rope at 10 o'clock. So got up, fed horses, went, we left the two horses there and then took Wacy's horse and went to the rodeo. There was only like 20 guys and they had to rope twice. So that took a little bit. Uh, got done with that. Then we came back. <laughs> we got no sleep that day, but I think if we would have slept, all of us would have been like so exhausted that night. So Kendall was supposed to run Friday morning because that's when the slacks was. And she was hoping to get that Saturday night at Perf with me, but the way you enter and sometimes you just get fouled out because it's never Procom's fault. So she had to turn out of that rodeo so she could at least go to West Monroe with us. So she just had to hang out, had kind of had to hang out with us for the rest of the weekend. Then after he roped, we loaded up, went back to our layover spot, dropped the horse and the trailer off, thought we were going to go eat some crawfish. Like we were hellbent we were gonna eat crawfish and apparently in this town full of crawfish nobody makes it until 4 30 in the afternoon so by 4 30 we had to already be going back hooking up get shiner get to the rodeo because this parking at this rodeo is a mess so did not get crawfish but we did get like some i think they got crawfish nachos and then i got some kind of potatoes that had this really good garlic bread crawfish um queso and these like really good seasoned potatoes so that was something different louisiana food is the bomb so after that we went back and basically as soon as we got there tried to feed hook up got ready because i was like i can just get ready at the rodeo so got there a little bit late like an hour before it started and parking was like already we had to park in like the back 40 so got back there but where we were parked it was an easier way to get out so I'm kind of thankful we got over there of course Shiner loves the perfs so I was bottom of the ground there they don't they didn't rake they didn't drag but this is a rodeo that you can be bottom of the ground and it be totally fine so I wasn't worried about her being bottom on the ground like at all so what is going to sound like a second between that last part and this part it's been an hour and if you really listen to that last part you hear my truck and you hear it change and bog down i think i might have blew a turbo so wacy literally just had to come get me and i'm on the way to work with betty because we're going to jackpot wacy had to 
come get me with the other truck and then take that truck to the shop and then I had to take him back home so he could get his car and go to work. So uh, that's that's how this morning has went. Um, so happy new year to me. Uh, hopefully I don't need a new turbo. <laughs> so anyways, we run that rodeo. 10 out of 10 would go back probably to both, probably take a different horse to West Monroe. Got back at like 11 and then we were going to get up and leave about 7 yesterday, Sunday morning and woke up and I, it was still dark outside and I heard it raining and I was like, not loading horses in the rain. So obviously it was still dark. I didn't look at my phone because I was like, it's probably like 3 o'clock and I hate that when you look at your phone, you think it's later and it's 3 o'clock or when you look at it and think it's 3 o'clock and it's really like 6 o'clock and almost time to get up. So waited, waited, waited. Woke back up again and the sun was kind of, well, I don't know how much sun it was, but there was a little bit of light starting to come through. So I looked at my phone and it was like 7.30 and I was like, okay, so when, when is the storm going to pass? Looked at the radar, had probably another hour left of that. So finally we all got up and then basically everyone kind of jumped in, did their thing, got ready. Everyone loaded everybody. So Wade took a shower. I went ahead and got the buckets out, loaded them back in the trailer, tried to start cleaning the stalls out. Um, if I stay somewhere, I'm going to try to clean stalls. Just, I don't know. I'm going to try to do that if I can, especially if it's a nice place. Stalls were like $10 for a layover. So that's, you never get stalls that cheap. I was fully prepared to pay $25 a day, like per horse. So we got up, waste took shower, did that. And then Kendall took a shower and Wacy started unhooking the um, cords, putting everything up, went ahead and loaded everyone's horses, made sure we had everything, got on the road. It was probably about nine at this point, but had a pretty easy trip home. And I think we got home, it was about a little before five. So wasn't that bad of a day, got home early enough, turned everybody out. Um, and then that's the last rodeos for this month. Honestly, we, I entered strategically. I said, I'm not gonna go to all these super tough rodeos. I did not enter Odessa. I don't know that I will enter Odessa again. They have 184 barrel racers just in Slack. It is one of the biggest rodeos at the beginning of the year. So I'm just being strategic on where I enter and where I run and my horses don't really stand a chance there. So that's, that's the reason I didn't go. It's, and it's a, it's a different setup. The ground is usually a little deep, but it's not a bad rodeo. It's just wasn't the setup for me. wasn't the setup for my horses. So I didn't really worry with it too much that I didn't enter. Um, so the rest of the month, we just have a little, like a jackpot a week for each horse. I'm trying to stay away from the jackpots, but also try to make runs at the same time. So, you know, that's fun. And then I have the Dinosaur Classic Barrel Race at the end of the month. It's a really big barrel race in Glenrose. Really good. I have them all three entered. Pre-entered for that, so we don't have any late fees. And my I entered that on the first paycheck of the year, I think. So I'm really strategizing my paychecks throughout like each month. So when entering, pre-entering some of these barrel races, I have to pre-enter um like the, if I take more than two horses or really more than one horse I really have to pre-enter and I really like pre-entering 
even if I'm on one because I do give Lasix and Dantrolene and even just my pace like I want to make sure I time it right so I want to be able to set myself up and my horses up and I don't want to be like oh my god I was running late and I didn't have time for Lasix blah 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 or my Lasix wore off so and in doing that too you're not you go to four barrel races a year you're going to a late enter you're gonna have a $25 a day usually late fee so why not pre-enter you go to four that's a hundred dollars that you could have prevented spending and with the rodeos down here again being strategic i know someone on tiktok kind of wanted me to go more in depth on that so i definitely plan on making a podcast about like strategy in general but then uh ground setups um and then what each horse likes and stuff like that so basically at this point I'm gonna probably save Rosie for a big indoors I'll probably run her there but she's mainly gonna go outdoor rodeos Shiner's gonna get um the smaller pen rodeos Betty we're just like I said just making runs um took her to a jackpot today and she was a little more hot in the alleyway than she has been because again I'm not running her on chlorpromazine I'm running her on um the Revita CBD but I'm not running her on like harsher pharmaceuticals to calm her down so she was not refusing she wanted to go in which I mean she never really gives me problems but that was <laughs> that was the most fired up she's been in a while so ran to the first was not horrible and then to the second I just dropped I didn't ride her I rode her across and then I just shut down too soon and she skimmed the barrel and then snapped back and then I had to like get her back in line to the third which I should have just let her go I shouldn't have tried to handle her to the third and everyone's like oh feel 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 and yes I do I I mean on Shiner and Betty like I can feel exactly what they're gonna do but on Betty I've got myself into this especially the third when she was really sore and really stepping off the third barrel I was hindering her and when I felt her stepping off I would try to make her you know snap back and go run home straight instead of like an arch because obviously you're going to run faster in a straight line but in doing that I was really holding her back and she was fighting me and that was making her be slower because I thought oh it's gonna look really bad or I don't know it felt different than what it was looking like so even the run today like I shouldn't have held her up between the second and the third but like off the third I let her just run so the last two runs that I made that have been okay I was like don't do that whatever you feel just let let the next step happen and in doing that she was a second faster I mean she was we still had her you know we were still in the 4d but she was faster by letting her stay forward than trying to hold her back so that's really what I'm trying to work on with her is even if she steps off if I don't hold her back she's fast enough she can make that time up so that's kind of my goal for the next couple runs with her and then not drop like I drop my hip and she just dropped down too soon that's all she did it wasn't her fault it was totally mine so that will be my last jackpot for the week. I'm taking everybody to the vet on Thursday just for a yearly lameness. If I do it now and they have to get something injected, which in one way I'm hoping that I do because they'll be good at least through June before we leave. But then I'm like, oh, let's push it a little bit longer. So I'm not like staggering my vet appointments. I can get them somewhat on the same schedule because the plan is right now to leave June 
21st, 22nd, 23rd. It's going to depend on which rodeo we enter first. Um, I did claim Montana. Excuse me. I made yawn. I, I don't know how to edit out. <laughs> so, um, I did claim Montana. So, that's kind of why I'm backing off of rodeos a little bit down here. Obviously, like I said, I'm still going to go to make runs and to figure, you know, Rosie out a little bit more and make runs on Shiner. But I'm only going to ones that I feel like I might stand a chance at or my horse is going to run better at or, ooh, I need to make a run here because it's similar to, you know, this rodeo in Montana. But I'm not just going to go to all the tough ones. And same with the barrel races. Like, I don't think there is many this week. But I'm going to go on Monday nights to – they have them to take Betty – because I can literally go to work and usually work 8 to 2, given I don't have truck problems. But I can go to work and work 8 to 2 o'clock. I can give, I can take her to work with me. I can give my meds routinely throughout the day as I need to. And then the jackpot is like 10 minutes from work, if that. And it's like 15 minutes from my house. So I can leave work, go to the jackpot, and go home. And it's 4.30 right now. And I sat and talked to friends after the jackpot for a little bit. Stopped and got Wacy hay or feed for his cows. And I'm on the way home now. So, I can do all that and be done. Now, when it starts to get hotter, I might come home and then bring all three and go that evening for the evening session. But that's my life right now. I'm really trying to plan, like, strategy-wise for the rodeos. But then diesel I don't know if it's gonna go back down I don't know if anybody does and I kind of have an estimate of what I'm gonna be spending the summer so I'm like if I can eliminate you know $300 a month just from jacking around and driving to jackpots and going to the vet multiple times or whatever the case may be like that's what I'm gonna do so we'll I'll try to do a finance episode but I'm so just like hesitant to do those because I know not everyone and I'm not saying by any means I make a significant amount of money a month and Wacy does help me tremendously so it's it's really hard to do but I guess I can just kind of go off not necessarily what I'm spending but what I'm saving and like money saving tips I guess That is all I have for today. We can recap what the plan is this week. So, per usual, if anyone specifically wants to hear something, we talk on something, whether it be life, horses, rodeo, let me know. Just send me a message. Comment on the link that I share. Um, I'm going to try to do them weekly, if not every other week. This month, there's not a whole lot going on. So, I guess I can kind of report back on what the vet said and some other little things but that's all for this episode